Hello dorks, and welcome back to another episode of Nalian Talks Anime, this time covering Tokyo Revengers Episode 9, Revolt. Now, I think this might be a shorter episode, since there wasn't really too much going on as far as information given to us. It was more of a, of a lot of action. This episode puts us right back where we had left off previously, with... Takamichi and Mitsuya looking for uh, Draken to potentially save him from both Pa, or excuse me, from Pe and from Kiyomasa. And from Mitsuya, we learn that Pe is convinced that Tomen had completely abandoned Pa. And since Pe was directly under Pa, there was obviously some sort of connection between them. So Pe doesn't like the fact that Pa seems to have been abandoned. From this, we also learned that Pe had gotten together with a couple members of Mobius with the intent to hunt Dragon down. This now gives us two different instances of Mobius trying in some way to take Dragon down, with Kiyomasa meeting up with a group of them and being given a knife and taking the mission to go and stab Dragon, and now Pe working with Mobius to hunt Dragon down for whatever reason. We are then taken back to the situation with Pe confronting Draken, where it is noted about how Pe has super serious um, expression. Very quickly, Draken understands what's probably happening and hands his umbrella to Emma and tells her to go on ahead. Draken is able to put together pretty quickly that Pe is obviously not happy about the situation with Pa and offers to fight him. Just right there, just th throw hands and settle it th themselves. However, it seems that Pe was simply a distraction, and a member of Mobius comes up behind Draken and hits him in the head with, with a bat. It then takes us back to Takamichi and Mitsuya, uh, who are running through the woods trying to find Draken. And that was a wonderful time for Takamichi to remember where Draken had been stabbed in the past. If you remember, he had worked with Naoto to try to get some piece of information, uh, and when he learned about when Draken had died, he was stabbed in the parking lot of, of the shrine there during a 50 gang member brawl. So Takamichi tells Mitsuya that they need to go there, Mitsuya doesn't question it and just goes along, and I'm not sure if this is going to be important at all, but as they do start to run through the woods towards that other parking lot, they do happen to run by Hina, who is standing alone under a tree. Again, I don't know if that will become important, but it was a detail that they put in there, so I mentioned it just in case. Now the next scene that comes up, as soon as it started, the only words that I had were, holy shit. Basically, it takes us to a scene where there are just bodies of, I assume, unconscious um, members of Mobius in a, like, a line headed towards Draken. And there is Draken standing there with a lot of members of Mobius standing like directly in front of him. He seems to be fighting them uh, as much as he can. Uh, he instantly already has one guy grabbed by, by the hair and a couple of other guys knocked out around him. So Draken is able to hold his own in this current situation, but you can obviously see a lot of blood coming from his head because he was hit in the head by a bat. Uh, and he definitely is looking like he's running off of sheer willpower at this point. Takamichi and Mitsuya catch up to him, and Draken basically passes the baton off to Mitsuya, who is basically going to take over the fight from there. 
uh, Dragon even admits that he is definitely at his limit. And thankfully, even though this current situation is getting pretty bad, Takamichi is able to remember that he needs to stay aware of Kiyomasa, because Kiyomasa is going to come out of somewhere and stab Draken. And that is when we start to hear the sounds of a bike coming. And the person on this bike is the man in sandals, so you already know who it's going to be. Mikey is flying to this parking lot at over 100 kilometers per hour, which is roughly about 62 miles per hour. And it's important to note that it has not stopped raining yet. He is going this fast on his motorcycle in the pouring rain. That man is on a mission. Pet and the rest of the members of the Toman gang instantly recognize the sound of this bike, while the members of Mobius seem more confused by it. Mikey finally arrives to the parking lot, and the members of Mobius realize who he is and instantly start to panic, since Mikey is ridiculously strong. I believe his nickname is The Invincible Mikey, or something like that. And when he stops and just looks at the situation, I swear the look that he gives everybody could kill. As it turns out, Mikey had actually been called elsewhere before this whole situation started to happen. He was able to put together pretty quickly that whatever was going to happen here, they were going to put the blame onto Mikey and then split Tomi in half. Which we do know is at least partially true, because with our knowledge of the, of the future, Tobin basically does split into two. Once he's done with the death glare, Mikey looks to Pat and instantly asks him, who tricked you into this? Meaning that Mikey has also put together that there is a mastermind working somewhere behind the scenes. And once again, this was a wonderful time for Takamichi to get a flashback and remember what Osunai was talking about, uh, everything going exactly to his plan. I had originally thought this mastermind behind the scenes to either be Kisaki or whoever that man on the roof was when Akun jumped. That assumption was proved wrong when a new character shows up who has the kanji for punishment and sin, at least I assume it's the kanji, tattooed onto both of his hands. He introduces himself as Hanma, and he is now the guy who is in charge of Mobius. After a very short amount of conversation, Mikey goes directly into a surprise kick to the head, just like he did with Osunai, but Hanma is able to surprise it, and Mikey looks pretty surprised. Even both Draken and Mitsuya are very surprised that he was able to block Mikey's kick. Blocking that kick alone already puts Hanma above Osunai as far as power level, and probably about even with Mikey until we see more of them fighting. Hanma then goes on to express about how the Toman gang are done. They're surrounded, Mobius has a hundred members in this parking lot, while Toman simply only has four. And again, Hanma is obviously stronger than Osunai, so this fight is not going to go the same way that it went the last time that Mobius had Toman surrounded. And Hanma quickly establishes dominance over Mobius by even threatening these members that if they run away from this fight, he will hunt them down and beat them. At this point, Takamichi has come to the realization that he does not have nearly enough information on the events of the past to know whether or not anything that's happening now is a product of his meddling in the past, or if this is how it all really happened. Which is completely valid, because as of right now, 
we have no idea if Mikey and Draken were able to make up before this, and if things are happening just like they had originally happened, or if Draken was simply left here alone to fend for himself. It would make total sense if the main reason for Mikey changing after Draken's death was because he was off somewhere else while Draken was killed in this parking lot, and that's when he had the regret of not making things up with his friend. Another interesting thing I think we need to remember is the fact that in the previous timeline, or the original timeline, Akun stabs Kiyomasa and then goes to jail. However, we don't necessarily know the exact time frame for when that happened. It never came out and explicitly said that Akun stabs Kiyomasa during that fight. If Because honestly, if that was true, I feel like that's something that Takamichi would have remembered. There is a very large possibility that Akun doesn't stab Kiyomasa until after this in incident, or I guess it could have also happened sometime in between um, when he was going to stab him and now. So this brings us back to what I had mentioned in a previous video, where without having information about what really happened in the original timeline, it's rather hard to know whether or not things have really changed yet. The only thing that has really changed that we know has changed is the fact that Akun has not stabbed Kiyomasa. Even at this point, that's the only confirmed change. And whether or not Kiyomasa getting ready to stab Draken now is a product of that change, or if that was going to happen anyway, is just totally unknown to us. After Takemichi's realization, we start to hear the sound of bikes, and it's a lot of bikes. And it looks like it's the rest of the Tomin gang, or at least a large chunk of it, rolling up. This is when we, be we get introduced to a couple more captains of the Tomin gang. We are introduced to the captain of the 5th division, Mutu Yashiro, the captain of the 4th division, Kawata Naoya, and the captain of the 1st division, Baji Kesuke. And I'm sorry if I butchered the pronunciation of any of those names. Now, considering that there's 100 members of Mobius there, and now, like, three divisions of Tomen there, this is way more than the 50-member brawl that was reported on. Now that all those divisions of Tomen are there, they are looking for a fight. They are hyped up to go kick some Mobius ass. And we get this beautiful scene of a standoff about to happen. You know, Mobius on one side, Tomen on the other side, looking at each other. Even Draken is able to get back up, is excited to be part of this big-ass brawl. And then both gangs charge at each other. You got Mikey and Draken leading the charge from the Tomen side. However, Hanma does not seem to join the fight initially. He kind of stands there as the rest of the Mobius charges ahead. I don't know if that's important or says anything about his character, but that is something that happens. Very shortly after it starts, Takamichi also joins the fight. However, he seems to have the sole intention of finding Draken. This is probably to keep an eye on him to keep him safe from Kiyomasa so he doesn't get stabbed. 
And this whole fight scene has a lot of scenes of the different captains that we were just introduced to just kicking ass, including Draken. Draken is absolutely dominating these people. It also does seem as though Hanma has officially joined the fight, as we do see a couple scenes of him beating up members of Tomen. In these fight scenes, we do learn a little bit about how some of these captains may act. Uh, for example, we see Kawata on top of some guy beating him, saying, Die, yay! Murder, yay! So we learn that Kawata is a bit bloodthirsty, to say the least. While all this is happening, Takamichi is quite literally stumbling around the battlefield, getting into people's way, just because he is only looking for Draken, and at this point, Takamichi isn't much of a fighter. Eventually, he does find himself face first into a puddle, and he starts to lose his resolve again. He starts thinking to himself, Kiyomasa is probably gonna end up killing Draken. It's starting to look like Takamichi is beginning to give up yet again. But this time it looks like Takamichi is able to compose himself without the intervention of Hina needed. And while holding back tears, he stands up and tells himself that he will change the future. We get some more scenes of the different Tomen captains, as well as a couple of different members from Tomen who seem to be uniquely designed, just kicking ass. Then, in the middle of all this chaos, Mikey calls out Pe. It looks as if Mikey has fought through a bit of a gauntlet of people to get to him, and Pe looks kind of stunned at the fact that Mikey has basically made it to him. Mikey asks Pe why he attacked Draken when he knew that Draken and Mikey had worked things out. And he just walks up to Pe and basically just lets Pe punch him a bunch of times. Pe very quickly admits that everything that's happening is because of how he feels about the situation with Pa. He tells Mikey that Pa was everything to him, and he turned to Mobius because Toman had abandoned Pa. He then gets pissed at Mikey for not fighting back, almost as if you know he, he wanted to get punched by Mikey because of his betrayal. However, in response, Mikey grabs the back of Pez's neck and brings him down to where they're touching foreheads. And while they're in that state, Mikey tells Pez about how sad he is about Pa getting caught. And then he also mentions about what Takamichi said about how sad it would be if Tobin had split because he and Draken just fought. Mikey truly has come to the realization that when he and Draken fight, then everybody around them fights too, and their fights have the potential to break up Tobin. Mikey then tells Pe to punch him until he is satisfied, and then to come back to Tobin. Mikey does not want to fight Pe because Mikey does not want to fight his family. While all that is happening, Takamichi is still stumbling around the battlefield looking for Draken. However, instead of finding Draken, he finds Kiyomasa. And Kiyomasa is already holding the knife. And the knife already has blood on it. And Kiyomasa is saying how he did it. Time basically freezes for Takamichi as he sees Draken lying on the ground. He was too late. Draken is already bleeding out. The life has left his eyes. There's a very good chance that Draken is dead at this point, 
but there's also a chance that he can be saved if there's some intervention as soon as possible. At best, Draken is unconscious and bleeding out. At worst, Draken is dead. And that is where the episode ends. I think I've already touched on everything that I wanted to talk about. Um, the only other thing I can think about is the mastermind behind everything so far being Hanma. Mobius hasn't really been talked about too much in the present, aside from them tracking down Osunai. Which is why I had assumed that it was Kisaki who was the mastermind. Because if it was somebody from within Mobius, then you would think that Toman would have been, you know, dissolved or, or, or whatever. And Mobius would still be a pretty prominent gang. So that leads me to wonder who this Hanma guy is. Is he still connected to Kisaki somehow? Whether he answers to Kisaki or he's above Kisaki and is kind of more of a like a shadow ruler uh, as as time goes on. And in case it wasn't obvious, I am an, an anime only person for this series. So all my reactions here are totally based off of what I can see and observe in the anime. So unfortunately, I still have a long way to go until I can get answers to any other questions that I have. But I think that's where we're going to go ahead and end this episode. So thank you guys very much for watching or listening, and I'll catch y'all in the next one. See ya!